Biden's aren't all that useful for that going forward. But the Chinese are writing big checks. So we, the Brits, want to be the best friend of, of China in the West. I see the French saying, we just had 9-11 in our country. We're very concerned about security in the region. The United States not looking like all that much of a leader there. But the Russians uh, are suddenly playing a big role in Syria. We want to hedge more with the Russians. I see the Germans saying we're going to take leadership and accept a million refugees a year. And the United States is going to do absolutely nothing. And But the Turks have two million refugees. And my God, they need to keep them there. We've got to make a deal with them. So I feel I see the Europeans out of insecurity and fear and and also proximate concerns saying there are other things that matter a lot more to us okay, right now. You would signal out the transatlantic alliance. Yeah. What you just signal out to me simply was a failure of leadership and dependability about America. Um, I think that it takes two. Um, I think that the Europeans being weak, distracted, not coordinated does matter here. But there's no question that in terms of... But if of, they are and they're looking for something from America and you just signal reasons that they're not why they're not it. getting it, yep. that's a failure of leadership, is it sure, not? Sure, it is. And the an indictment of President Obama's leadership, the, the end of the transatlantic alliance. Uh, it, I, if you ask me, if you had to put the blame on the end of the transatlantic reliance or the, the hollowness, the brittleness. It's not over, but it just is, it's a, it's a shell of what it used to be. If you ask why that is, certainly the United States deserves the lion's share of the blame. But if there's one thing that we've been able to count on over the past decade from Europe, it's been German leadership. It's been Merkel. And in 2016, Merkel's a lot weaker. You know, Time Magazine just made Merkel the person of the sure. year. And, and so did the FT. And I was strongly in favor of the time process. And one of the reasons I said that I thought we should do that was because she wasn't, this was her last chance. What do you think the threat of the uh, refugees is to stability? Um, in Europe or more broadly? Well, let's start with Europe and, and Merkel and Hollande and Cameron. Just today, uh, the Swedes uh, pulling up uh, border controls, Denmark saying, well, you know, uh, you know we, we have to do that um, ourselves as well. Um, the Schengen Agreement breaking down, um, the growth of populism, the National Front with 27% of the popular vote, a historic high in France, clearly... They did not do as well as they thought they were going to do. Uh, well, they didn't do as well in terms of how many seats they secured, which was zero, right. but that's because uh, the mainstream parties came together. They yeah, absolutely okay, exceeded their vote did, expectation. But, uh, well, but it was seen as a loss for them. They did not do what people expected. But they didn't get seats. That's right. Yes. The, if you ask me, um, do, do we think the National Front is doing better now than they have ever done before in France? The answer is unequivocally yes. And I think if you look at Germany, the Alternatives for Germany party, which has no leadership whatsoever, is polling 10% from nowhere right now. The elections in so Poland. So this is the rise of that, kind of that kind of populism. This is the rise of that kind of populism, and it is the fact that the Merkel's ability to, to cohere at the end of the day, leadership of Europe is staunchly undermined yeah. by what is such an unpopular position, yeah. I, though courageous. When you look at the German industrialists, they're supporting Merkel. They say, we need these people. Yeah, this right. is stimulus for the German economy, right. and meanwhile, our population isn't growing. It's shrinking. We need an extra million people. But there's no question. And secondly, what they do is they provide buying power. That's right. 
and, and every $14,000 per year the Germans are throwing at these refugees is going directly into the German economy. They're spending, they're consuming all of it. It's not like they're saving it, putting it away. But, but you're right that, you know, the issue of can you, are you willing to integrate Syrian refugees? Not only are they Muslim, but I mean, these are not the most educated. Um, it's not like the Turkish guest workers coming over. Um, and, and of course, there's enormous, you know, psychological damage that comes after your country has been destroyed, uh, a lot of injuries, uh, families ripped apart, This is, and the proximate security concern, given what's happened in France, what's happening in Belgium, what's happening across Europe, even Munich, two of their train stations closed down because of pro, uh, proximate uh, terrorist threats in Germany that they hadn't been dealing with before over okay, the past Before I leave week. Europe, although we may come back, um, what about the leadership in, in Europe, people like Putin and Erdogan and Poroshenko? Well, uh, so I think one of the things that's interesting, you and I have spoken about both Putin and Erdogan quite a bit over the years. Uh, you know him well. Um, these are uh, not shy men. Uh, they do not lack for... E